Why don't you typically see women inviting men into VIP? I'll answer this. Hypergamy. One word. Hypergamy. Because men can get, I mean women, sorry, can get sex very easily and men use VIP to get sex. Women. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of true. Um, the reason is, is, is this. Uh, it's because um, women don't invite men into VIP because if a woman had to invite a guy to VIP, it means that man is not go is automatically out of the running for that girl. Um, she's she's not going to consider him as a as a as a prospect. Whereas that's right, men inviting women to VIP is literally a sign of status, right? So he's going to trigger the girl's hypergamous filter of being superior to her in terms of um, finances. It's exactly hypergamy. So yeah, um, what the girl is saying, where guys use VIP to get bedroom fun. Which is actually implying is this statement here. Everything in life is about sex. Except for sex, sex is about power. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. Please remember to like, comment and subscribe, hitting all for notifications. If you're listening on the podcast, give me a five-star review and give me a follow. If you'd like me to comment on a video compilation, maybe a Reddit post, send the link to the Helios blog at gmail.com. Calm. Let's continue. And don't need to. VIP, I mean, that's a very important person. You know, very important parties. And, you know, it just depends on where you at. Why do we have the term VIP if people say they want equality? <laughs> uh, because people don't want equality. That's, that's like, it's, it's total BS, right? Like, you can't go against biological nature with cultural constructs and expect it not to have, uh, you know, negative results. So I'm going to first go, um, you know, a thousand or two thousand years back and explain how that has had negative results. And then we're going to go to the modern world. Okay. So 2000 years ago, we had religion and the reason for religion, I mean, we still have religion today, but it's just a new religion. It's called womanism. But before the religion was Christianity, at least in the West, and what Christianity, you know, the various sects of Christianity. Anyway, and what it did was effectively it was a cultural tool in order to control women's hypergamy, right? So basically what it did was it put cultural constraints on women so that they were unable to do what they're doing today, right? Um, and yes, I know Christianity appeared a little bit, um, like it, it first appeared in, in like the year zero or, you know, close to there. Uh, anyway, but nowadays we don't have that, Right. And anyway, let me explain what the negative effect of that was on women. So many women were miserable because they were forced to settle for men that they didn't want, right? They were forced to marry men um, out of uh, convenience for the man's family, and they were forced to have children with men that they didn't want, right? Um, so effectively, because women are the selectors of the human race, the culture uh, prevented women from actually being the true selectors because 20% of men that shouldn't have reproduced, did, and have for the last around 2,000 years. And the the reason that it was done like that is to maintain society, right? Um, so if you look at it, in tribal times, uh, it was like 1 in 17 men that reproduced. Then once religion was introduced, it was about 40% of men that reproduced. And now, as we're going back to the old sort of tribal way due to the new religion, which is womanism, which is just another fertility religion, a religion that worships women, which actually, ironically, is how religions used to be before, you know, um, 
all of the various um, uh, invented religions that were there to control women's hypergamy. Um, so f- the fertility religions uh, basically promote uh, women as the bosses. And we're going back to the tribal way of uh, 1 in 17 men uh, having access to bedroom fun. Um, so nowadays, with the new religion um, putting constraints on, on people, uh, or the constraints that are put on is on men. Right, so now basically most men are thrown off to the side, expected to just be useful idiots for women, whereas only a very small percentage actually get to reproduce. Uh, so why do you have uh, VIP still in the modern world, even though people say they want equality? Because people don't actually want equality. Women want to win. They want the power to select the next generation of human of humanity, and VIP is just a label that tells women that this is a man to reproduce with, whereas everyone else is to be thrown aside. You know, that is a great question. Um, I do feel like certain peoples and powers in the world feel as though, you know, people in society should be based on tears. Uh, Society will always be based on tears. That is how humanity works for men and women. Uh, There is no such thing as true equality. Uh, That experiment failed hilariously in every country it's been attempted in. And that experiment is called communism. It does not work. So... Anyway, if you don't believe me, read the book The Gulag Archipelago if you want to uh if you want some uh some proof of of this. Don't believe me, I'm not an expert. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree with any of my comments. Let's move on. Which is why in general I do feel like, you know, VIP comes into play. There's going to always be richer and poorer. Period. Do women want to be equal or do women want to be special? Women 100% want to be special. And the reason is because when a woman is special, she can then be selected by a guy that she considers to be special. Also, ironically, what I believe is that that need for women to be special is actually solipsism. They seek a man who is special to reproduce with, and so they assume that men want a special girl. But it's actually not true. Uh, women for men are largely interchangeable, especially when the man is very um, very established, very successful. Um, and so a woman would actually do better just knowing her place as being a not special girl and just acting as a, you know, submissive helpmate. And she would actually have much better outcomes like that with those men of value. Mm, Special. Equal equal more. I would go with equal, honestly, because, you know, there's a lot of women that could do the same thing as a man does. Okay, like, listen to who it's coming from, too. But no, women don't want to be equal. Uh, That's ridiculous, right? Because women don't find, like, okay, the reason why women say they want to be equal is as a brainwashing tactic for useful idiots, right? So when they're young and attractive, they want a superior apex man to sleep with and have children with. And then later on, they want a man to save them from the bad decisions in these so-called equal relationships, you know, when they're past the wall, 35 plus, um, or, you know, 28 plus, it depends on the girl when they reach the wall. Uh, this equal relationship and equality thing is actually a brainwashing um, tactic by womanism that is meant to create as many useful idiots to save women as possible. Uh, effectively, this is a cultural 
tactic used to bankroll the having the fun phase of young women and apex men. Again, leave a comment if you agree or disagree with what I'm saying. You know, special because I feel like there, that there, there is a, 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 you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Advantage um, that yeah, guys have. You, a over woman wants to be taken. No, men do not have advantages over modern women in the modern world. Um, okay. On average, they don't. Okay, the average man has no advantage over women in the modern world. The only men that have advantage over women in the modern world are apex top men. And those apex men, the reason they have advantage over women is because they have leverage. And the reason they have leverage is because they're a rare commodity that all women want. So those men, which are the only men that women see, of course they have an advantage. But not all men. In fact, I would say 90 to 95% of men do not have advantages over the average woman. Not at all. Care of. So that has to come from a masculine energy. What is the difference between being special and being entitled? Oh, this is a tough question. Um, so in the modern world, many women are entitled, which means they believe that they're better than they are. And from that position of believing that they're better than they are, they, be they, they believe that they should be entitled to a man at that level, right? So uh, as a rule of thumb, um, a woman is two points less attractive than she thinks she is. Uh, and if she has a child, she's five points less attractive than she thinks she is. So um, anyway, that's entitlement. A, a truly special girl would be one who who behaves according to the old system, right? Where, you know, she's fit, feminine, submissive, loyal in a bedroom, fun, sense, and cooperative. Those women are truly special. They are very rare commodities in the world, and there's very few of them left, at least in the West. Uh, very often, uh, men will get in relationships with women that are not from the West simply because they're providing the femininity that these men desire. Being humble. Okay, so special, I think that special would depend on, like, the people around you. Like, if somebody makes you, particularly you, uh, important to that person. Oh, okay, I understand. So she's saying a girl's specialness is defined by the man she's with? Uh, true. Um, that's the concept of a queen is a girl that has been promoted to the queen position by the king. Uh, that's And only a king can make a queen. And basically, a girl wants to feel special in the sense that she wants to have the commitment of an apex man. Absolutely true. And I, I think that's what she's referring to. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's, that's true. Again, leave a comment if you agree or disagree with what I'm saying here. Let's continue. And then entitled people, that's like a concept of like in your, your mentality. I think that if you think you're special, that doesn't mean everybody or somebody has labeled you that. Oh, okay. Actually, I, th I think she's making a very good argument. So that that concept of entitled, uh, what she said here, uh, it can be summarized in the following expression. The man who calls himself king is no king. So instead of saying what you are, you need to demonstrate through your actions who you are, right? Entitled means you get whatever the fuck you want whenever you want it. Special means... You get it sometimes. Period. What? That doesn't make any sense. Also, this girl on the right has a million tattoos and piercings. That's She's a walking red flag. Um, 
So special means you get what you want when you want it. Uh, okay, so her concept of special is the idea of a girl who's pretty rich. So she's a girl who's so attractive that uh, she just gets everything she wants for free. And there are very few girls like that. Um, but, you know, those would be the so-called alpha females, right? So an alpha female is not an alpha male. It's not the same thing. An alpha male is, you know, a strong, independent man, doesn't need a woman, uh, a man that all men want to be and all women want. That's an alpha male. An alpha woman is the most attractive woman possible for men. So that means she's very highly physically attractive, good genes, young, no past partners, uh, loyal, cooperative, submissive, basically a unicorn would be an alpha female, a unicorn in the modern world. And she would definitely be uh, special and treated as such, for sure. Um, and then the girl's saying an entitled girl only gets everything she wants sometimes. Uh, no, more like she acts like she's a unicorn or she, or in her mind she thinks that she's one, but she actually isn't one. She's uh, punching above her weight class or acting above her station. She's presumptuous. That would be an entitled girl. Again, leave a comment if you agree or disagree with my points here. Okay. Why are men still encouraged to be what women want if women are no longer encouraged to be what men want? And what is that? I'm just like, can you get into depth with that? Oh, please? sure, sure, sure. Okay. Okay, so um, I can explain these things as well. Uh, the girl's going to go into her, her womanist rant, probably. But um, anyway, here's the idea. So men are encouraged to be protectors and providers. That's what women want. Um, they're encouraged to be chivalrous and to do things for girls, to buy things for girls, and to treat them as though they're special, to take them out on $200 dates, etc. Uh, but women are not expected to be fit, feminine, loyal, cooperative, submissive anymore. They're not expected to be like they used to be in the 1900s, for example, or in the 1800s. No, nowadays, women uh, are, you know, maximally free and able to do whatever they want, but men have to be held to the same constraints and standards as they used to be. That's the idea. Okay. Well, women are, are encouraged to be strong and independent and not need a man, but men are still encouraged to be protectors and providers for women. So why do you think that men should be encouraged to do that if women aren't encouraged to be submissive? And... Because who really brings the money home, baby? Everyone knows who really brings the money home. The men. <laughs> this girl is very, like, masculine and entitled, right? It's, it's pretty funny. Also, she has the sort of attitude of a, of a dancer or something. That would be my guess. Okay, this booty do! Oh my god. So tell me this, why is it that a rich man will change a broke woman's life, but a rich woman is less likely to give a broke man a chance? That's because of hypergamy. Uh, so a rich man basically promotes any girl to a queen position by choosing her, right? Um, and very often he will. He'll choose a girl who is uh, of high quality in his eyes. You know, so she's fit, feminine, loyal, submissive, cooperative, uh, etc. He'll, he'll promote her. Um, but a girl who has lots of money, she won't even look at a guy who's below her because women want men who are superior. And actually, ironically, as a woman becomes more successful in life, she actually lowers her prospects. She lowers the, the uh, men that she can get in her life. Uh, she lowers her pool. As a man becomes more um, uh, su successful, he increases his pool. Uh, <laughs> that's a stereotype because we do it all. We change broke niggas' lives and everything. Okay, uh, no, you don't. Um, unless the guy is 
absolutely at the apex of attractiveness, right? She might be with a broke guy if he's like a 10 out of 10 in appearance. Maybe in her 20s, in her early 20s. Maybe. We boss you up, baby. Okay. Do you think we boss you up? These girls sound like the girls on the Fresh and Fit uh, podcast. <laughs> but no, it's really funny because if you they say this right because they want to look like they're good for the camera, right? They they want to look good on camera, but they actually don't do that. Their their actions, their past actions, don't don't support that, right? So it's it's BS what they're saying. I think that stay-at-home dads are typically desired as potential dating options. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Where they, where- stay-at-home dads? No, they're not. Uh, <laughs> stay-at-home dads? I think the divorce rate for stay-at-home dads is like 95%. Like, <laughs> so, sure. Uh, because, again, women's hypergamy wants a man who's superior. So if he's not bringing home the bacon, he's not attractive. So what are these girls even saying? They're just, again... Their answers are not based in fact. Their answers are based on trying to look good for the camera and make team woman and womanism and the matriarchy look good. It's It has nothing to do with actual facts or reality. Where are they at? No, unfortunately, like females are still taught that finances and providing for your wife is very important, but I would love that shit. So holler at me. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So she's saying that women are taught that men should be the providers and that's why they're attracted to men that are providers, but she would actually like a guy at home to to do all the stuff for her while she provides? Don't know. It's not that women are taught this. It's not a cultural construct and gender is not a social construct. That's BS. The reason why men are told to be protectors and providers still is because it is what makes women attracted to men. That is lit- directly correlated to a man's success in the in the marketplace. So it's absolutely ridiculous that she say this. It means, again, she's detached from reality. Please leave me a comment if you agree or disagree with my points. Let's move on. Do you think that's something that females are taught or do you think that that's just biology? Like, No, we're taught. Yeah, absolutely. Because nothing in our lives is inherent to us. It's just what we're taught. My muscles are totally, you know, I was taught these muscles. My uh, my logic and uh, intuition and ability to pierce the veil of reality. Yeah, that's that's taught. That has nothing to do with my inherent biological brain. Uh, <laughs> women's ability to uh, manipulate and be good at, at uh, controlling their image and how people see them. Yeah, that's totally how they're taught and has nothing to do with the differences in male and female brains. Oh, and by the way, my, my ability to lift five times what a woman can without any training when I was like 12 years old uh, and being stronger than a 20-year-old woman then is totally, it's what I was taught. It's a social construct that I can lift weights and use weapons and, you know, throw and lift and push better than women can. Totally. There are no biological differences between men and women. 100%. Come on. Like, how could you possibly have a belief like that? Again, that she's able to have a belief like that shows that she is just genetically gifted and able to live on this cloud of ease that only women can. Women, like, some women can literally live their whole lives or, you know, let's say the first 30 years of their life and never experience reality once. 
it's all just given to them and manifested in uh, quotes. Like, not based in fact at all. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. Let me go to the Reddit post here. Staying friends after mutual breakup. Well, here's the thing. Just the title already has implied everything it needs to imply. The breakup is not mutual if they're staying friends. The breakup favors the woman. It's not mutual. My ex GF and I split up about two months ago after living together for nine years. The breakup was mutual. We both agreed our romantic relationship was boring and we wanted to move on. We still text and chat several times a day though. We've hung out a few times publicly. Right. So this relationship favors the woman. The man is still providing all of the boyfriend behaviors and now the girl is free to go and sleep with other men. So how is the man favored here? He's wasting his time. I know most people say it's impossible to stay friends after so long together, but it feels wrong to throw away such a long friendship. She has started dating and I'm happy for her. Okay, so he's a beta male, loser, useful idiot. And want to make sure she finds someone nice, but I'm holding back for a few months to get to get some alone time. So literally, she is going and sleeping with other men, but this guy is waiting to get some alone time. Do you see? So now I know everything I need to know. The girl manipulated the situation to push the man out of the relationship, and now uh, she's using the guy for his uh, useful idiot services, right? Taxi cab, uh, cooking for her, providing texting services, shoulder to cry on services while she goes and sleeps with Chad. I'm curious if a friendship with an ex could cause a negative offense, uh, effect once I start dating or if my presence in her life could scare away a potential partner for her. What is the council's thoughts on this matter? Would you feel comfortable with a new partner chatting with their ex and maybe going out together rarely? Um... No, that's one of the relationship rules. You don't allow that. But man, if your relationship is over, you need to cut off all contact, delete and lose her number. She's using you for your free time, attention and affection. You are now friend zoned by the very girl you were with for nine years. And what is she providing you? She's not providing you bedroom fun. She's giving her bedroom fun to someone else. It's ridiculous. Uh, Okay, let's, this top comment is garbage. Uh... Okay, here's a comment that's really bad, but let's read it. I'm in a similar position to OP myself right now, though only broke up a couple weeks ago and neither of us are dating yet, but definitely remembering this. I'm planning on being pretty upfront about it when the time comes, so I'm not shying away from the situation. Um, It's not okay, guys. Like, nobody's giving this guy the right advice. I wouldn't have an issue with someone staying on good terms with an ex being friendly or cordial. However, talking several times a day and hanging out with a recent ex would be a no for me. Yeah, you can't do that. Basically, the girl is literally doing AFBB in front of your eyes, right? AF, she's going out and sleeping with other men. And BB, she's using her previous boyfriend as a uh, basically... um. A useful idiot. Like, you, you can't allow this sort of thing, man. Like, your life is your own. Your life is not for your girl. So why are you giving up all of this stuff for her? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah, look, look, look. Okay, here's... Okay, finally a comment that has some sense, okay? I would 100% not date someone at all who did this. 
I get being in touch with exes, being on good terms and whatnot, but I'm not comfortable with this kind of regular being in each other's daily lives type of friendship and going out together. Frankly, it sounds like you're unable to truly break up and that you're not emotionally available. It actually sounds like you're still dating her, even if you claim the breakup was mutual. Exactly, guys. So I literally, I told you just from the title, it already implies everything you need to know. The breakup was not mutual. The breakup favors the girl. The girl is using the guy and she's also sleeping with another man. And I'll bet that she premeditated this. She planned the entire thing from the beginning. She already had the guy ready to go before the relationship ended to jump to. And this guy's just clueless. Anyway, we're going to end the, uh, we're going to end the episode there. If you're liking the channel, New here, please give me a sub, hit all for notifications. If you're listening on the podcast, five-star review, give me a follow. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for watching my channel. Please remember to do all of the following. Like the video for the algorithm. Comment on the video. I respond to all comments and I'll give you a heart. Subscribe and hit the bell so you can see my content on your feed. Check out all of my content on other platforms. It spreads the reach of the channel. YouTube, bit.ly slash Helios YouTube. Rumble, bit.ly slash Helios Rumble. My blog is realheliosblog.com. My podcast, bit.ly slash Helios Podcast. My Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. You can also support the show at bit.ly slash Helios Donations and buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Thank you so much for all of your support.